Hey y'all, it's Madison. Um, so this is a message slash sermon that I gave to the youth group a little while back and I just thought I would share it with you. Just to give a little bit of context, this message is called Fearless and Free and if you guys listened to our last season, um, you kind of heard my whole testimony with fear. Um, because this was given to a youth group with any one between the ages of middle school and high school, I did try to keep it um, PG. I also mentioned a tiny bit of um, my whole journey with fear um, when I experienced sexual harassment. And so again, because it's for the youth group, it's very G-rated. I tried to keep it um, as G-rated as possible. So just a just a kind of heads up, but. I worked really hard on this and I thought, hey, I'll share it with you guys. Um, And one more, I guess, preface is there is at one point, sort of in the beginning of the episode, I do bleep something out. It is not a bad word. I did not guess. Um, It's just the name of a minor and I just want for um, their protection and their safety. I bleeped out the name. I didn't get permission from their parents or from them. And even if I had, I still just want to um, be as safe as possible. So that is what the bleep is. Again, I didn't cuss or anything. Um, It's just the name of a minor that I would prefer to keep out. And yeah, I hope y'all enjoy it. guys how's everyone doing yes you can sit no i'm gonna make you stand for the whole thing just kidding okay uh how is everyone good okay i'm doing good thanks okay life's been crazy um first let's open up in prayer really quick so if everyone can just bow their heads with me um god i thank you so much for everyone here tonight and i just pray that Holy Spirit, that you would move through the atmosphere, and I just pray um, boldness upon um, everyone here tonight, and I just, uh, God, I just ask that you do what you would, what you always do, and that you just break off chains tonight, and uh, more than importantly, just God, let you, let your words speak um, through me, and just let this, let this be you up here tonight, not me, amen. All right, so, um, Hi. Is it okay if I get a little deep tonight? We're going to go on a topic that I'm very well, I guess, well versed in. Um, It's going to be half testimony, kind of half uh, teaching and telling you all what I've learned. Um, We're going and talking about fear. And I'm not talking like, I'm scared of spiders. I'm talking like fear that's controlling your life. So we're talking panic attacks, anxiety. We're talking um, night terrors. We're talking about... um, like physically, you know, seeing into the spiritual realm and, um, having fear control you. So we're talking about the type of fear that controls you. So, um, we're going to jump right in. So, uh, fear in Hebrew is Phobos. Does any, does that sound familiar to anyone? Phobos does. What, what does that sound like? Phobia, right. So a phobia is like an intense fear. So Phobos in Hebrew means fear, dread, or terror. Um, And fear is typically triggered by an immediate threat, like physical danger, like I'm about to drive off a cliff, I'm about to go over a waterfall, but 99% of the time, there's no literal danger. And anyone who um, has struggled with anxiety, you know, understands that. Um, And one more thing I want to point out before we 
dive into it is the very first time we see fear in the Bible, and we know, you know, several times in the Bible, it says, do not fear. That's a command from God. And we know that fear is not from God and that it's from the enemy because the very first time we see it in the Bible is right after Adam and Eve sinned. When God calls out to Adam and the very first thing Adam responds with is, I was afraid, so I didn't go to you. That's the very first time. So I'm going to talk about the different ways I battled fear in my life um, and how I overcame it. And I'm going to give you some tips and there's going to be a little giveaway um, probably about halfway through. So um, when I was 11 years old, I had panic attacks daily and these were like spiritual attacks and I was physically seeing demons and spirits and they're the most like just the goriest things and they just, they, they scared, can I, mm, uh, they scared the poop out of me. I'm like, I don't know if I can say the, <laughs> the C word. Um, but I was physically seeing those demons. Yeah. Okay. I was, it scared the crap out of me. Okay. I was physically seeing these demons and these spirits and I was seeing them either in different parts of my house or in my room. And I would have panic attacks at school randomly. And so anyone in here know what a panic attack is? Anyone in here do, does not know, do you not know what a panic attack is? You Okay. That's my sister. Okay. Well, I'm going to give a definition anyway. Um, so a panic attack is a sudden episode of intense fear that triggers severe physical reactions when there's no real danger or apparent cause. And they can be really frightening. When panic attacks occur, like when I first had it, I had no idea what was happening. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this. I was 11 years old when I had my very first panic attack, and it terrified me. And I thought that I was like dying because you just don't know what's happening. Your heart race uh, speeds up, you lose control of your breath and it just, it's frightening. Um, and let's see, um, when I was also 11 years old around the time that these started happening, um, just part of my personal testimony, my biological dad walked out on us and, um, right before he left, he had brought in um, the Jezebel spirit. And I won't go too much into that, but basically the Jezebel spirit, um, I like she can also inflict fear because Jezebel in the Bible, you look at her and what does she do to the prophets and to Elijah? Elisha, Elijah, Elijah. <laughs> what did she do? She made him extremely and intensely afraid. And so that's what I believe kind of opened up the doorway and kind of started this because right around time, I had a very demonic dream um, that and I dreamt of the Jezebel spirit. And I didn't know that that's what I was dreaming about until I told my mom. And years later, she told me that's what that was. Um, and so that's what kind of opened up this whole door. Um, another way that I dealt with fear was intense fear that made me really not trust anyone, including God. Um, and the way I kind of got over those panic attacks and whatnot is this book. So who knows who Sadie Robertson is? So one, two, that, wow. Oh my gosh. That kind of hurts my heart. That's not like, she's not older. She's like 20, she's 24. Okay. Okay. So, um, I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. So Sandy Robertson, um, does anyone know duck dynasty? Okay. Okay. More hands. Got it. Okay. So she is one of the daughters of the Robertson family and she's got several books now, and this is one of them. And in here it's like a journal 
Um, I went through this every single day. I just saw it at Walmart one day. I was about to go on a trip and I was like, oh, I like her. I'm going to buy it. I wasn't prepared to like literally this being a gateway and a key to setting me free from fear and panic attacks. And so in here there's journals, there's different questions that it's like, um, oh, this question is like, how are the, like, what are the different ways that fear affects you in your life? So first person who raises their hand, and this is part of boldness. <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay. Everyone hands down. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> Sorry. So first person who raises their hand, actually come up here. Cause I'm bad at that. One, two, three, go, 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 go. Come up here, come up here, come up here. <laughs> yeah. She raised her hand first. There you go. So I hope that um, you go in there, you journal. If you do still struggle with it, um, if you struggle with fear, it's like $9 at Walmart if you buy it online. Or I got that one on Amazon because I primed it and it got there the next day. So, um, And then the last way that I really struggled with fear in my life were just a few personal things that happened that made me not trust men or guys in general. And it was just this intense fear and paranoia around any male person. So, um, we're going to go straight into the point. So how do you defeat fear and live out in the peace that God has called you to? Um, could we put the first point up there? So number one is to know and understand that God has already defeated fear, that you don't have to do this alone. Um, and let's see in Philippians three ten, um, there's going to be a different version up there, but I'm going to read this one. Um, do it says my goal is to know him and the power of his resurrection and fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death assuming that i will somehow reach the resurrection from among the dead and i love this verse y'all so i want to specifically point out being conformed to his death or as his version says becoming like him in his death so what happened when jesus died well so we see fear first shows up in the bible back in Genesis, right? The very beginning. Um, so when Jesus died, he defeated fear. So in being conformed to his death means that we're also conformed to the freedom that he found when he defeated fear, when he took the gates to the, the keys to the gates of hell. And so, um, being conformed to his death, which means just being born again. So believing that he's already defeated fear, he took those keys. Um, and we know that he's already, he suffered fear as well. Um, in Hebrews 14, sorry, four, verse 14. Um, let's see. So it says, was this right there? Oh, yes. Okay. So therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast to our confessions for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in every way as we are yet without sin. And so back in the Bible times, like it, the high priest was someone that the people would go to for forgiveness of their sins, spiritual guidance, all of that. But the high priest can't possibly, like he's a human being, right? And the high priest couldn't possibly understand everything that everyone has gone through in their lives. But Jesus did. Jesus experienced anxiety to the point that he sweat blood. And so Hebrews, this was kind of like a ground shaking, you know, uh, shattering moment because up until that point, right before Jesus died, what happened? Everyone was going to the priest. And so this is saying, actually the, um, I don't know, like subtitle, uh, in the end of the chapter, it says our great high priest. 
saying Jesus is our high priest. We can go to him because he's gone through everything we have gone through and he suffered everything that we have suffered. Um, And so he understands us and he can sympathize with us. And Jesus took the keys of hell. Like he's able to do that. He took the keys of hell and in defeating Satan and death, he defeated fear and anxiety as well. Um, So number two is, this is the second one of um, like, how do you defeat fear? Number two is you have to want the fear to leave. And this is something that took me a while. Like you're probably like, of course I want my anxiety to go away. Like, what are you talking about? But sometimes we get so comfortable with what we've always known that the thought of leaving it, even if it hurts us more to stay, is too frightening. And we stay in that place for the sake of comfortability and we allow it to become our identity. I'm going to say that one more time. Sometimes we get so comfortable with what we've always known that the thought of leaving it, even if it hurts us more to stay, it's too frightening. So we stay in that place for the sake of comfortability and we start to identify with it. So when you say, this is my anxiety or I had a panic attack, that's a big thing. Like, you know, the life or sorry, <laughs> life and death is in the power of your words, right? So when you say, um, oh, it's just my anxiety. My anxiety is really bad. That's something that I still have to catch myself and go, no, anxiety attacked me. Or I had like, or, you know, I experienced a panic attack, not claiming it as your own and saying, I want this to leave and starting to get into those habits. Um, who knows? And I know y'all, at least half of you, you have to know her, Olivia Rodrigo, show of hands. Yes. New album. Um, download the clean versions of the song because I didn't realize like how many like none of her songs are totally clean but um if you want to follow me on Spotify I made a clean uh playlist of her song so um who knows the song one step forward three steps back so that song um I listened to it and it's specifically referring to a relationship right and but I was listening to it and I was going hmm I feel like this applies to life and so she sings like you know, it's always one step forward, three steps back. And then she goes, and I'd leave you, but the roller coaster is all I ever had. Right. And I heard that specific line and I was like, oh, that's right. Like, it's not just referring to a relationship. Like this is, um, like we can apply that to our life when we, um, we want to leave something, but this emotional roller coaster, these panic attacks that we're always having, these night terrors, these demonic attacks from the enemy, this roller coaster of anxiety, that's what we're used to. So that's what we want to stay in because leaving it, it's like, that's all you've ever known. That's all you've ever understood. And that's all you've ever experienced. So you don't know how to get out of that cycle. Um, and a lot of the time, our hearts have drowned out God's voice of peace so much and they're so overwhelmed and conformed by the voice of fear. So we can't even hear, like, how many of you ever, um, if you experience anxiety uh, or you struggle with that, how many of you ever, like, you come to worship and you're really, really anxious, um, how many of you can just hear God's voice of peace perfectly? Or how many of you can, you know, and it's hard when you're so overwhelmed by anxiety, sometimes God's peace just comes and washes over you, but it's really, really hard when you have the voice of anxiety and the lies of the enemy just twirling in your head. It's hard to hear God's voice and it's hard to hear him say like, that's not yours. Let me take that from you because it's so overwhelmed by the voice of anxiety. Um, number three, uh, 
individually list out your fears. Now, this one sounds a little crazy, um, but you might go like, hmm, I didn't know I was afraid of that. And you might not realize what fears are holding you back. And so one thing that Sadie Robertson points out in her book, I'm going to be referring to that um, because, again, that really helped um, me get some things turned around. um, And the book didn't deliver me from fear and anxiety and panic attacks. That was God. The book was merely a vessel and a tool that God used um, to help me turn that around. And so one thing that she points out in her book is to individually list out her fears. So you can look back and you can go, whoa, I was really afraid of that. Like, that's crazy. And thank God for how much he's delivered you. And so I looked back at my journal recently because I had that book and it has a place in the back that you can write down. These are just like the crazy ones um, that I wanted to point out. Uh, Drowning. Dying. (laughs) Drowning. Like I had an immense fear of drowning and a lot of my panic attacks and night terrors were triggered. I would have a nightmare that I'm like, in an ocean and I'm drowning and I can't scream. And it's like, it, it just, it scared me even though, um, and my mom actually recently pointed this out when I was reading this to her. She's like, well, so we had a family friend of ours that drowned. Um, and I didn't realize, I mean, I was so young and I hardly knew him, but she said that, um, anytime we went out on the lake, I would refuse to get on the boat. And I was like four, maybe five. And I don't remember this, but she said anytime we'd go on the, out on the boat, I'd go, no, no, Uncle Gary drowned, like, when he got on a boat because um, he was in a really, you know, big tragedy. And so that was, like, one fear that took root in my life very, very early on to the point where I didn't remember. So that was one of my fears. Uh, dying at a young age, and I don't know why, but I had this immense fear. I was, like, I was convinced I was going to die before I was 16. Um, and this all started when I was 11 years old and I didn't know why. Um, and I still don't. Um, and then dying in my sleep was another one. And again, those are the two ones that are like completely random, but I just had these immense fears and it just controlled me and it overwhelmed me. Um, and I wasn't afraid of death itself, but just dying before my life was fulfilled and dying before, um, I could fulfill what God had called me to, even though I'm still not totally sure what that is yet just dying before I could find out. And so, um, and I looked back at all of that and I was like, wow, I can't believe I was actually afraid of that stuff. Like, you know, and it's just crazy because it shows like, this is what fear does to you. And so understand that fear has a way of driving you to the worst case scenario situations in like no time at all. So one second you can be afraid of like failing a test and then the next you're like, I'm gonna be homeless. And it's like, and it sounds insane, but if any of you, like, if you struggle with this kind of anxiety, like, you know, it'll go like, okay, I, I'm going to fail this test. And then my parents are going to kick me out because they're so angry about this. And it's just like, your mind just goes to the worst case scenario because fear is really good at taking, uh, like the little that you know, and then twisting it. And so even though you're like, your parents aren't going to kick you out if you fail one test, but maybe it's like. I don't know, you want to please them so much and you've never failed a test before and you don't know what would happen. So then you just start thinking, and again, it sounds crazy, um, but it's really, like fear's really, really good at doing that. It's like taking the tiniest thing and just spiraling it out of control um, because that's what the devil does. He just spins these crazy lies and then even like crazier, he makes you believe them. Um, And so this is what Sadie in her book, she calls the crazy train. And it's 
it's very real. And so it, you know, fear is good at buying you a ticket on board the crazy train and you just spiral out of control. Um, Okay, and my last point is use your authority to call fear out and slam the door shut. And so there were quite a few times in my life that fear had taken control of me in my life once again and I didn't realize it. So back, oh, let's see, um, I was like 16, so I've been like three years free um, of three, almost two and a half, I can't think. <laughs> um, I was like 15, 16, and that's when God delivered me from panic attacks, and I hadn't had one since, Um, and I've had like parts of them, like the beginning of one, I could feel one coming on, and then I would just say, no, in Jesus' name, you have to leave, I am free from this, you have to flee, Um, and then just start quoting scripture, Um, and if you want, you can come up and find me afterwards, and I can give you a whole list of scriptures that I use, because there's like 30 of them, Um, so just like realizing that fear might have warmed its way into your life more than you think it has um and pray and ask god to reveal those areas in your life so aiden i don't think i gave you this one um but psalms 139 uh and it's verse 23 through 24 oh just kidding it's up there. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there's any way, any, see, geez. Okay. And <laughs> see if there be any grievous way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. And I wanted to point this out because this is something that I pray a lot when it's like, okay, God, I like, I'm experiencing a lot of anxiety right now. It's not panic attacks. It's not night terrors. I'm not, you know, spiritually seeing, you know, demons and and monsters in the spiritual realm, but I'm, I'm just anxious and I don't know why. So I would pray and just say, like, search me and know my heart, oh God, and point out any grievous way in me. And, um, this was about a year ago that, you know, I was praying and I realized like, oh, I'm afraid of this. And I go, I let fear take control of me in my life in this area. And so I'm going to get into a really serious topic for a minute and then I will close out. But, um, first off, like this, it's deep. So, um, I just want to say, I apologize if you've ever been hurt in this way or any other way close to it. I'm so sorry. God did not mean for this to happen to you. Um, He's hurting for you, and he wants to help walk you through the process of healing step by step. Um, So one way that fear warmed its way back into my life was through some difficult experiences that I had when I was a freshman in high school with harassment and assault. I had a teacher who should have been fired for several reasons, um, and then there were a few other older students in classes of mine who had also hurt me um, in certain ways. And so this led me to have this intense fear of men and like anyone, like whether they were married, they could be 20, they could be 50, they could be single, they could be members in the church. Like it was just, it was anyone, um, even family members, even my uncles, I would, you know, just tense up and just get super paranoid. Cause it's like, you know, people that I had trusted, um, were the ones who had hurt me or people that I never thought would hurt me did. And so I was just like this intense and just, you know, just intense fear that something like that would happen again. Um, 
and I just want to say that if you've ever been in a situation with someone um, where you're uncomfortable, please, please, please talk to someone. Um, your privacy is yours and yours alone, and you should never feel unsafe around anyone, whether it's a family member, um, a friend, a teacher, or a schoolmate, like whoever it is, please talk to someone. Um, and so I'm going to pull up a stat really quick. So harassment and assault is a very serious issue, and I'm going to specifically pull up um, the girls as an example really quick. So one in three girls, like this is how crazy and heartbreaking and like just insane our world has gotten. Um, one in three girls in the world are harassed um, by the time they are 25. And over 80% of those girls are between the ages of 12 and 16. And I bring this up um, because I feel like it's super important to just be aware and um, just know that you're not alone and reach out to someone. Please talk to someone because um, that shouldn't have happened. And so that was another way um, that even just recently fear had really taken control over me in my life. Um, and I'm still healing <laughs> from um from that and I'm still trying to get over those those fears and the, and the paranoia um, and God's been really working on my heart and really helping me heal in that area and so I just want to tell you like anytime you feel fear anxiety worry or a panic attack creeping up declare your authority over it and I want you to say this say fear I command you in the name of Jesus leave now you don't own me any longer. Jesus has my heart, mind, and soul, and you can no longer torment me. Like, start declaring it um, ahead of time. Like, start, like, thanking God for the freedom that he's giving you and, um, and you know, just declare, like, my Jehovah Shalom will fight for me. I speak to the spirit of fear. I bind it in Jesus' name, and I cast it back into hell where it will no longer torment me. Holy Spirit, I invite you in, and I receive your peace. And sometimes we have to say this over and over and over again, even if we're still afraid, and um, just pick up the sword that God has already granted victory over. Um, and really quick, is Josh still here? Oh, okay. Um, so really quick, I'm, I'll have Tyler just come up. And I want to close out with this. And tonight, I want you guys to, if you struggle with this, um, and already I can, like, physically hear the little siren going off in your head going, I don't want to stand up or raise my hand. I want to call you out and I want to call you out into boldness and step out and say, I struggle with this and I'm done with it and I want to be delivered and free from it. Um, and Moses is one of um, the examples uh, in the Bible of someone who battles with fear. And I want to point him out because he steps out in boldness and we can see that. So um, if everyone can stand really quick, um, and then if I could have the adult leaders just come up front. Um, and so Moses is one of those examples in the Bible of someone who battled with fear and he stepped out in boldness. He feared he was unqualified, first of all. He also feared for his life when he went back into Egypt. He feared for his people, but God told him to go anyways. God didn't send him into the battle unarmed, though. He gave Moses the staff. Anyone remember that? The, the staff had turned into a serpent, a part of the Red Sea. So God gave Moses that staff, and God said, pick that up. 
that is your tool. That's what you're going to use to deliver my people from Egypt. And Moses was already set up for victory in Jesus' name. He simply needed to use what God gave him, use that staff, and claim it. Our staff, like God hasn't physically handed us a staff like Moses, but our staff is the word of God. Don't give the devil the power over you. One of my favorite quotes, also from the Robertson family, shocker, <laughs> is from Corey Robertson. She stayed his mom and she says, if you fear anything other than God, you're giving it too much power over your life. Um, so if you struggle with fear, anxiety, panic attacks, um, demonic attacks that bring fear, night terrors, um, stress, worry, anything like that, if you struggle with fear that's controlling you, I want you to take a step of boldness tonight. John 1, 5 says, light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot overcome it. So shed light on this. Don't keep it in the dark. Um, and I want you to come up front. Our adult leaders, they will pray for you. And I really, really believe that you will get delivered tonight. Um, and I really believe that God can set you free in a moment. It can be in an instant. Um, tonight, I declare this right now, if everyone will bow their heads and just, um, and get ready to come up. <sighs> Tonight, God, I believe that chains are going to be broken off and that the spirit of fear will be broken off of these, um, off of these kids. Tonight, anxiety and panic attacks will torment you no longer in the name of Jesus. When you lay down your head and sleep, you will wake up in safety because I know and you can rest in knowing that the Lord God is watching over you as you sleep. So God, I just pray that you come and you um, you just fill the realm, Holy Spirit. I pray that you come and do what you always do. And Father, I pray that chains are broken off tonight. I pray that fear is broken off of these students tonight. I pray that anxiety is broken off of these students in the name of Jesus. I pray that panic attacks and night terrors are no longer going to mess with them. I pray that when they go down and sleep tonight that they are not going to be afraid that they're going to wake up again short of breath and just in this immense fear father i break this off in the name of jesus and i thank you for the authority that you've given me over this area and i thank you for the authority that you're going to give these students over this area after they defeat this fear because god you've not given us a spirit of fear but a spirit of power love and a sound mind so father i just thank you i thank you for the freedom in the room tonight i thank you for the declarations being made right now i thank you for the chains breaking off God Father I just pray boldness in the room God I pray boldness that um, students would no longer be held back by fear Father I bind the voice of the enemy that it's telling them lies in their mind right now I bind that voice and I cast it back into hell God and I pray that your voice of peace Jehovah Shalom will you just take over will you invade these students hearts will you invade their minds God Father, I thank you for the freedom. I thank you in Jesus' name. If you want to come up, please come up and get prayer. I just encourage you, don't, don't be held back by fear any longer. Get free from this. Even if it's just anxiety, test anxiety, whatever it is, I just welcome you up. Oh,